So, Scott, welcome to the $5 Planet. Tell us, hey, how many sexual favors did you have to dish out to get over half a million Twitter followers? Oh, my God, my legs are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> This is the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. And we bring you the formula to discover travel freedom. Step one, every Thursday, we'll show you how to travel the world in style, full time, for as little as $300 per person per month. Step two, every Monday, we interview digital entrepreneurs who reveal the methods to creating a location-independent online income. So subscribe on iTunes now and discover travel freedom for yourself with the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. This is Money Mondays, episode 012. This week, we speak to Mr. Scott Eddy. Scott built a Twitter following of over half a million in three years. We ask him to share his secrets to success and about the hidden benefits of Twitter beyond being a content sharing network. You know, everybody's looking for shortcuts. Everybody's looking for the secret sauce. Everybody is looking for a way to get 100,000 followers by next week. It just doesn't happen. You gotta put in the sweat equity. Twitter is a place to build a community. Twitter is the place to build an insane following. Twitter is a place where you can have evangelists for your brand from all over the world very quickly. Scott also shares some inspirational secrets to his success. The world ain't coming to you. You gotta go to it. You are the sum of your five closest people. Who is in your circle? Who's in your immediate circle? Are these people doing it? Or are these people stuck in the nine to five rut in corporate America or corporate whatever country you're in and just the naysayers? And if they are all saying, I want this life forever, guess what life you're going to have? But if yeah. you surround yourself with inspiring, motivated people on a daily basis and, and you let that feed off of you, guess what life you're going to have? Well, hello, everybody. First of all, just a quick note. Again, please subscribe on iTunes or uh, head over and get our book. We've got our new book is out five steps to kickstarting your dream lifestyle. It's a good book. Yes. My mom said so. We've been getting some five star reviews back on that from the people who've been doing the first look. Not just my mom. Not just your mom. No, no other people have also read it. Although your mom gave us six stars, I noticed. I don't know how, because like, the system's <laughs> not set up for six stars, but somehow yeah. she managed to break Amazon. Yeah. It's awesome. She turned it all the way up to 11 on that one. <laughs> Anyway, you can pick the book up for free from our website, $5planet slash dream lifestyle. It's going to answer all the questions that are like your basic outline for doing this whole travel freedom thing and getting your travel lifestyle together and not being stuck in your horrible day job anymore. No, no, we give you the foundations to break free. Exactly. Plus, also, we'd like to get your feedback because this is quite a new show still. We're still fucking around with ideas and what to put in the show. So email us, info at $5planet or tweet us at $5travel with the number five in all of these, always with the number five. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we want to hear. What do you want to know about? What do you like? What's crap? Yeah, do you like cheese? Do you really I like do. Angry Scotsman? Ah, oh, everyone likes Angry Scotsman. Uh, so you got to tell us this stuff, otherwise he will do it again. He'll be back. If you didn't catch up with Angry Scotsman, I think he was in episode seven, possibly. possibly. I might be wrong. Who knows? All right, anyway, it's Monday, so it's time for the news. Oh, it's a bit of a Stevie Wonder oh, tune. Oh, funky news. Funky news today. Funky news. Actually, we have some really massive news this week. We've been cray-cray because we had a huge story go out in news.com.au, which is the biggest online news source in Australia. And mm -hmm. uh, from that, we also got contacted by the Daily Mail, uh, and we had a story go out in the Daily Mail Australia and UK as well. Yep, so this has been a pretty big week. We've actually figured out that getting in these papers, we saw a traffic spike on our site of about 4,000 people that actually came to visit our site within the three days that those articles were sort of big and circulating. So obviously we'll get a bit of residual from that as well. But just that main spike was pretty amazing. 
just goes to prove that getting a story out in a big newspaper makes a real difference. Yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. massive. It's huge. Very cool. In Lots of sign-ups to our email list as well. Yeah, we did. It was really, really quite fun to see my inbox just go insane. <laughs> but yeah. you have a new subscriber. 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 It was crazy, but very exciting. All getting a free copy of our book. So, yeah. you know, bonus round for everyone. We also got our first paid freelance writing work with Yay! Yahoo Travel. Thank you, Yahoo Travel. Yep, so that's really awesome. That's money in the bank for us, plus cool stories going out on a really awesome network that's much bigger than we are, of course. So, you know, why write stories for your own blog when you can get paid to write stories for a much bigger website like exactly. Yahoo Travel? Exactly. It's very exciting. And I put all the links to all of those big stories that have been out this week into our show notes for this episode, $5dollarplanet.com slash 012, because this is episode 12. We realized that a lot of you are probably like, oh my God, how do you get in the newspaper? Like, how do you do that? And we're going to be talking about that uh, in a later episode so that uh, you guys know exactly how we pitched it to get them interested in our story. Yeah, and we're going to have an expert guest on to come and talk about that exact thing, getting journalists to be interested in your story. Because, yeah, the amount of traffic we got from that is ridiculous. So we're very happy with that. And we've got more stories that will be coming out in the next month. So we're working on that right now. Hustle, hustle. Mm -hmm. But in other news, today's interview is with Scott Eddy. You may have heard of him. You may not have heard of him. He's got 500, well, over 500,000 followers on Twitter, yeah. which he managed to achieve in just three years. So that's amazing. Amazing. People love him. Because we've got like 8,000 followers and we've been doing this for over two years. Yeah. And he has a really loyal following as well. Everybody loves him. Yeah, he's got quite a few methods as to how he sort of filters out people who are going to like him and not like him. He sort of polarizes his audience so he gets rid of people that aren't into his stuff really easily and yeah. keeps the people that love his stuff, which means his audience just is awesome. Yeah, so some really important stuff to learn today. We actually did it on Google Hangouts, which is the first time we've ever used Google Hangouts, but it was pretty funny because... Like, you can see all the people that you're talking to, and what's even better is you can put on, like, dog hats and pirate hats and monocles and give yourself a goatee and... It's very random. It's really random and, and quite there will childish. Be, there will be sound effects. <laughs> oh, yeah, sound effects as well. Oh, yes. So the first episode of Five Dollar Planet with sound effects. I'll leave a copy of that in the show notes as well. If you want to watch the video version of this, you can see us and Scott pissing around and doing weird things with hats. Which is random. But um, <laughs> otherwise, the audio version is coming up after the news. Uh, but speaking of video, Holy Festival is coming up on the 6th of March. Mm, Holy Festival, if you don't know about that, it's uh, this massive annual event. Though it's sort of, it's from India, it's a Hindu celebration, but they do celebrate all over the world. So you might even have something going on near you. I think there's a big one in San Francisco. I think there's a, they do one in Paris as well. They do one in Paris as well. So yeah. 6th of March, which is the end of the week is going to be awesome. Yeah. People are going to be throwing colour all over each other. Yeah, it's that big colour festival, which is tons of fun and very messy. Yep, and we've got a video for that, also going to be in the show notes. Yeah, we um, did Holy last year, so we were there and we filmed some stuff while we were experiencing it all, so yeah, jump by and have a look at our video. Yeah, we were actually in India, in Jaipur, mm -hmm. so uh, we rocked it out with some crazy Indian fellas. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Anyway, in other news, uh, personal news, what's going on? We are house-sitting in Portugal still, this is our last week house-sitting in Portugal, then we're off to Morocco. Yeah, that's going to be cool. But it's been really awesome here, walking the dogs twice a day down at the beach and the amazing coastline it's it's like we're taking a break we're forced to take a break which when we're not looking after pets or having other stuff going on we're never forced to take a break and no. we can end up just sitting in front of a computer for like eight hours with having like a five minute lunch and break and it really breaks your brain yeah you like, shouldn't do it it's you know you really need to take some personal time to clear your head from all this computer stuff yeah and we find when we're out 
we're doing a walk and taking a break from looking at the screen, we actually come up with loads of really cool ideas. That's yeah. like idea central. Yeah. Whereas when we're just staring at a computer, we just go, what am I doing? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What's going on? I've been looking at this computer all day. Unfortunately, this is the reality. You have to face the reality. You do have to do work if you want to make money. You can't just travel and have all the fun without doing any work. No. Not if you want to be a location independent professional like exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, we've also been out doing some product shots hooked up with Lem shoes and cabin zero backpacks and we've been out there taking photos of our gear and taking photos of the dogs and the amazing cliffs like they're just yeah. they're all like cheese it's all like cheese <laughs> holes because they've been just bashed by the waves so it's all this like really interesting yeah yellow signs. sandstone cliffs it even looks like the color of cheese god we're too obsessed with cheese i do like cheese, mm, cheese. i haven't tried to bite into the cliff yet no but we have it's been eating quite a lot of cheese in Portugal. Yeah. A lot of different cheeses. So that's cheese. been other news. Yeah. Cheese. But yeah, going out on a photo shoot is cool. And of course, this is something where we've got free products for doing a photo shoot for them and writing an article for them. And mm -hmm. um, we actually got some really good photos because we went out in sunset and got some awesome shots with the backpacks all glowing orange as the sun went down. Yeah. And because it's low season here as well, there wasn't a lot of people around. So it's not like we've got all these people in our shots. No, in the high season, it's supposed to be really busy here. But in low season, we barely see people. You can walk around the beach and there'll be like two other people. And although you can't swim because it's a bit too cold in the water. Way too cold. It's actually like just walking around. It's really hot because the sun's out. It's like it was 22 degrees ish today 21 degrees which is awesome celsius don't know what that is in fahrenheit sorry america use a converter we don't know you don't know no one knows no one knows, no one knows how it converts computer do it for me tell me <laughs> anyway whatever but yeah we've been here for almost a month now and stepping into someone else's shoes is really a fascinating way to travel because we've you know you kind of make it your own you live in someone else's house but when they're not there you just kind of go about your daily life it becomes your daily life it's this really important concept that people probably don't get until they've tried this sort of lifestyle, is you have your own life at home and you do the same stuff every day. Maybe you go to the same restaurants quite often. Maybe if you do have dogs yourself, you walk the dogs to the same place. And, you know, after a couple of years, or even after a year, it's like it becomes routine. Chores become a little bit tedious. Whereas here, the chores aren't so tedious. I think we might have talked about this in a previous episode. Just going to the supermarket, because we're in a different country every month, is actually really it's interesting. So different. Each supermarket sells so many different things. You're like, oh, look at that. Look at that. It's an entire octopus. Yeah. So this is an amazing facet of being um, location independent, is like humdrum normality actually becomes interesting stuff that you think is going to be dull is actually much more fun. Yeah. And the only way that we've had the opportunity to do all of this is of course by house sitting. And as we've previously mentioned, if you do got if you guys do want to get involved, we do have a 15% discount. So just put in the code 5DP where you can use by going to fivevillaplanet.com/house. Put in that code and uh, you'll get yourself 15% off. And then you can do the same as us. Why not? Or on the flip side, maybe if you want to go away for a little bit and you need someone to take care of your pets, it's a good way to find some really trustworthy people that are going to come in and, you know, love your pets like yeah. they're their own. Because if you're thinking about doing this lifestyle for the first time and you're not 100% in on it, you're not definitely sure, then this is a cool way to not have to sell all your stuff. Just book, organize like a one month trip. It's a taste tester. Yeah, do a taste tester and then someone else can look after your house. That yep. works well for us, it works well for you, it's a win-win. And also, just remember, like annual membership with the discount comes in less than staying one night in a London guest house. Yeah, seriously. Some places in this world are so expensive, but we stayed in London for weeks by house sitting in three different house sets in yeah. total, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Okay, before we go to Scott Eddie for our interview, 
We have got competition time. Yes, uh, if you were listening last Monday, we were talking about World Nomad's fantastic foodie competition where you can win the opportunity to go over to Sri Lanka mm-hmm. and have an incredible foodie adventure. I'm listening. Well, of course you would be because you love food. Yes. And I love food. Who doesn't love food? So it's this fantastic trip that you get to go over there and you get to meet locals and fishermen and like local farmers and all that sort of stuff and just see how they live their life. And it's all based around food. And it's really interesting to see different cultures and how they prepare food and how they yes. do different things with food. Yes. It's really amazing. So what you need to do to enter into this competition is take pictures of you creating a recipe. But it's got to be like a cool recipe, like a recipe with a story or some sort of background to it. Like, you know, you did a cooking class in... India, for example. We did one in Kerala. We did, yeah. Which is very cool. A home cooking class. It was just in this lady's kitchen. And that's what we did. So maybe it's about that. And you're just recreating the recipes that you learned and taking photos of it along the way. Nice. Yeah. So and where can they enter this? Head to worldnomads.com slash learn. You have up until the 6th of March. So it's closing soon, guys. So get those entries in as soon as possible. And who knows? You could be off to Sri Lanka. Yeah, we actually just renewed our World Nomads insurance just today. Uh, if you guys need insurance for your next trip, this is the company we use because it is the best one for digital nomads by a long way. So go to 5dollarplanet.com slash worldnomads. And we actually have a 5% discount code for that, which you might know already is WN. 5DP, as in World Nomads $5 Planet. Put it in, get 5% off. We just did. Sweet. (laughs) We used our discount code. Why not? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) All right, so let's get over to Mr. Scott Eddy. As we mentioned before, this was recorded on Google Hangouts, so it's slightly lower audio quality than usual. Okay, welcome $5 Planet listeners to our very first little change up of format. We're trying out some video podcasting today. And we're actually interviewing Mr. Scott Eddy, serial entrepreneur, networking superstar, and Twitter magnate. But uh, the man who knows everyone, and is known by almost everyone, even taxi drivers it seems, has his fingers <laughs> in so many pies, but seems strangely elusive, I feel. So who is the real Mr. Scott Eddy? We're about to find out. So Scott, welcome to the $5 Planet. Tell us, hey, how many sexual favors did you have to dish out to get over half a million Twitter followers? Oh my god, my legs are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, hey guys, I'm a huge fan of your show, even though I've only listened to a few podcasts. I, I just started getting into podcast world probably about a month or two ago, but the first podcast I listened to from you guys is Gary Arndt, and then I listened to a couple others, and it was very cool. I like what I hear. Thank you. Uh, That's a massive compliment. Thanks, Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Well, I think you've dodged the question, you see. You're elusive. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've turned it around on us and you haven't answered. Who who are you? How have you managed to get this big? What have you done? What is your life story in five minutes? In five minutes, I had a childhood pretty much like everybody else's, but it wasn't. My father was a cop. He was a police officer, and that's really all I ever wanted to do. But then three weeks before I graduated high school, my life sort of got turned upside down, and my father was killed in the line of duty in a plane crash, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So after high school, I went into this orientation for a stock brokerage firm, and I, I sort of took to it, and I stayed there for 10 years and learned how to sell and did pretty well. And it definitely steered me on a different path than the path I was going. So I went to go visit a friend who lived in Thailand, and I I just, I had no idea you could have a huge city, a metropolis like Bangkok, but everybody's just nice and warm and friendly, and the food's good, and you just meet these interesting people from all around the world, and it just, it blew my mind. I I mean, I was definitely one of those naive, close-minded Americans that, yeah, we traveled a lot, but not to Europe, not to Asia, I've never been there. I, I just fell in love with it, and I ended up sending for my things, and 
I've been living overseas ever since. Yeah, just you just went for it. That's yeah, I mean, you know, in your life when you see an opportunity, you just go for it. The thing that is always in my head is this: the worst thing that could possibly happen in my life has already happened. So for me, in anything that I do, like, what's my downside? The worst things already happened, so I have no downside, so why not go all in? And I have to say that that's probably the thing that resonates with most people, whether it be on your Twitter followers or your Facebook followers. The main thing that we've heard back from people is how motivational you are and how encouraging you make the quotes that you put on Twitter and, and the inspiration that you are to people is, is a real major factor into why people follow you. So a couple of people were wondering about, you know, is this something that's just that you, you tweet stuff that inspires you or you just happen to have that sort of like built into you, like that you know, motivational it, 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 mindset? It's so funny that you asked that because nobody's ever asked that and the real reason is my mother was the most negative person on the face of this earth. She was the greatest person and the most giving person but at the same time her first thought was insanely intensely negative. So I grew up surrounded with that and my father was the ultimate optimist. I always wanted to be like her because she was just a very special, very great person but I never wanted to be like that aspect. So my first thought usually is negative but I, within seconds I normally twist it around and, and make a positive out of it and I'm always searching with a microscope for that silver lining so I am the, the ultimate optimist I will die with a smile on my face and I just I hate the toxicity of negative people yeah and I think that's something that you've sort of found with traveling is it's just such a positive motivating sort of culture to be a part of yeah I've actually yeah. got a quote from you we've uh, done a little bit of background research you said traveling is like gasoline for entrepreneurs it makes your creativity explode. It puts it into hyperdrive. Motion creates emotion. And we completely agree with these sentiments. I mean, these are the experiences we have when we go out and we meet new people from new cultures and we get new ideas every day as we travel. And I think there's a psychology behind this. There's cues and stimuli in the world that if you experience those things, it spurs your brain into action. So, yeah, it's an amazing quote. And I think it's strange that we meet so many people who don't want to travel. And we know so many people who don't understand why we travel so much. They think travel is just you go on holiday for a couple of weeks a year on a vacation. I mean, what advice have you got for those people who are vacationers rather than living a travel lifestyle? Should they get out more or is it that we're just weird people because we travel so much? Are we well, the strange ones? Well, I'm definitely strange. I'm definitely weird. I'm definitely all those words. But the, the truth be told, reality sometimes doesn't allow people to do everything that they want to do. But at the same time, there's a lot of people out there that really could if they went all in, but they're just afraid to. You know, the unfortunate truth is most of the people that follow travel bloggers are people that are stuck in a life that they want to get out of and they're living vicariously through them. Yeah. When people say that they can't do it, that's one of the most common things we hear is that, oh, we know you guys can do it, you figured out how to do it, but we'll never be able to do it. I find it strange. I think most people, as you say, a lot of people can do it. They are just afraid. How do they get over those fears? What's the way to get over it? Look, you just have to, the number one problem, in my opinion, is, you know, there was a saying a long time ago, I think Jim Rohn said it, you are the sum of your five closest people. Who is in your circle? Who's in your immediate circle? Are these people doing it? Or are these people stuck in the nine to five rut in corporate America or corporate whatever country you're in, and just the naysayers? And if they are all saying, I want this life forever, guess what life you're going to have? But yeah. if you surround yourself with inspiring, motivated people on a daily basis and, and you let that feed off of you, guess what life you're going to have? It's choices. Yeah. Once you're in it, you sort of want to be in it more and it just grows. That's what we found. Well, you've you just got to get on your ass and go for it, right? Yeah. Look, Going the, world ain't com the world ain't coming to you. you got to go to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, like, you know, it's even weird for me when I come back to the States, when I'm on U.S. soil, it, it, like, I feel like a tourist. I've been living overseas since 99, you know, it's like, I, I feel like. Just like if you guys came to the States, I would feel I would be in the exact same position. It's so strange. Like right now, I'm in San Francisco, and I've been here for about three and a half weeks. And I'm going to be here, I don't know, could be four months, could be six months, it could be all of this year. But 
it's just it's strange. It's good and it's strange at the same time. Yeah. Well, we've got to talk a little bit about Twitter because I know travel freedom is something we talk about. So and yeah, so we covered that a little bit. We might get into that a bit more later on. Okay. So we've got a question in about Twitter because we know you're a, a bit of a Twitter legend now. You've got a massive following of over half a million, as we mentioned earlier. Um, Andrew G from the Flight Sites blog wants to know what's the most important factor in building a following? Is it content? Is it reaching out to influencers? Or is it just consistency, just always posting good stuff? What do you think? It, the least important is reaching out to influencers because truth be told, most people with a big following, most people with that blue check next to their name will never respond to you. You know, it's the unfortunate truth, but social media is just like the real world. And it would be like walking up to a superstar and expecting them to know who you are. Content is extremely important, but the problem that most people have, and I know a lot of people, they have thoughts about this, and they some people love it, some people hate it, some people are indifferent. I use the follow back method. And just because in my mentality, if I'm going to do something, again, I'm going all in. I'm going in 150%. So I'm not going to just sit there, put out good content, and wait, hope, and pray that somebody finds me. Look, I'm not a household name. I was never in a movie. I don't have anything coming out. I'm not going to be in a magazine. So how are they going to find you? You have to go out there and aggressively engage or talk with or follow people that are like-minded, people that you want to target, people that are talking to people exactly like you. Yeah, and so one of the ways you brought up, we had a little <clears throat> chat the other day, and you said Twitter chats are the shit. If you happen to be engaged in a Twitter chat that is in your niche, then that is a goldmine for getting followers. You need to jump on there and follow all those people who are in the Twitter chat, and you're going to get like tons of people following you back. And it just so happened that that night there was an Expedia chat on, and I did that, and I just like followed everyone and engaged and liked their stuff and did everything. And we ended up with like 70 to 80 followers just through that Twitter chat. I told you, yeah. I do it all the time. It's 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 unbelievable. And again, these are you know everybody's looking for shortcuts. Everybody's looking for the secret sauce. Everybody is looking for a way to get 100,000 followers by next week. It just doesn't happen. You got to put in the sweat equity. But while you're going after that, there are little shortcuts that you can take, such as that. You know, I mean, I like to, when I'm talking, say I have the majority as a travel following. So if I'm talking or, or I stumble across a travel page, I go on their timeline, I look at their latest tweet, see how long it was ago, if it was five, ten minutes ago, who engaged with that, who retweeted that. Those are the people that I want to follow. Those are the people. You know, and I don't follow anybody with, without a profile or with an egghead. You know, I mean, if they're oh, not going to put in the effort, neither am I. It's just laziness. Just put or a just, picture, like seriously. Yeah, they, they're just the ultimate stalker. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, I have a very aggressive personality. I don't want people to be on the fence. I don't want people to be not sure if they want to follow me, not sure if they like me or love me or hate me. Either love me or hate me or unfollow me and block. That way I don't make the mistake of following you back in the future. Yeah. What did you say the other day? You practically want people wanting to be have like they want to be having sex with you through Twitter. You want them to love you. <laughs> Digital sex, huh? <laughs> Digital sex. Yeah. Twitter sex. <laughs> well, that's so, be a very short situation, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Forty characters of sex, and then it's all over. <laughs> right. Hundred forty characters. No one's getting anything out of that. Oh, I did the wrong one. Sorry. It's supposed to be a joke one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love this Google Hangouts thing, man. This is such a much fun to play with. <laughs> All right, I was meaning to use that other drum roll to ask the next question. We have another question. I'm going to get one more Twitter question in before we move on to another topic. Noel Morata wants to know how long it took you to build up that many followers because you've got so many. How, did, how long did it take? How long have you been on there? I, I know Noel. I, I mean, I digitally know Noel. I, I think we're He's friends on Facebook as well. Yeah. yeah, I think we're friends on Facebook as well. I have been aggressively building my personal brand for the past, I, I would venture to guess, maybe three, three and a half years. And out of that, for the past three years, 100% of the business that I've done 
literally 100% has come from Twitter. Wow. Yeah, so what do you say to the naysayers who are like, you know, you get like very short engagement with Twitter and, you know, each tweet is just fleeting and you don't actually get any sort of, no one actually really clicks through from Twitter. Like, what do you say to those people who are like, Twitter's a waste of time because you really don't get proper engagement from it? Well, you're saying two different things. Number one, yeah, you don't get a lot of clicks from Twitter. That's true. But having said that, I don't drive traffic to my website from anywhere else. And I, I've never, everything that I do is organic. And I get between four to 900 clicks every day on my website. And I literally, I haven't posted, I haven't done a blog post since I've been in San Francisco and my clicks haven't gone down. So you do get some clicks. You don't get a great deal of clicks. That's true. Twitter is a place to build a community. Twitter is the place to build an insane following. Twitter is a place where you can have evangelists for your brand from all over the world very quickly. But, so it's more looking at the big picture of it. 100%, 100%, or, or the small picture, whatever. The thing is, everybody is different. Everybody's looking for something different. Everybody has a different business model. So you can get as big or as small as you want. You know, I know people, the majority of the people that I talk with, when I say follow a lot of people, and they say, well, you know, I don't follow back. I don't do this. I don't do that because I don't want my timeline cluttered. So that just means you don't want to take the extra time to create lists, to only follow your list, to really take Twitter serious. They just view Twitter as a pastime or a joke. I take it serious. I mean, for me, it's the most important platform that I use. Facebook's great, but Twitter's a goldmine. Absolutely. Yeah, we recently, well, I mean, at least six months ago, we completed Facebook. And now Facebook's algorithms have changed once again, and everybody's up in arms and are rather pissed yeah. off once again. Yet you just don't have these outcries with Twitter. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, to build relationships, there's nothing better. There's absolutely nothing better. I swear by it. Yeah, so that's one of your main things. Like you love traveling around the world. You love making relationships with people, meeting locals, meeting new people, as many people as you can get in touch with. That's where this all kind of skyrocketed from, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, my father taught me when I was very little that it doesn't matter about how much you have in the bank. It's all about the relationships that you have. So for me, my ultimate goal, and again, I have insane ADHD and OCHD. So this definitely plays into it. But I want to meet as many new people as I possibly can on the planet in every country that I go to. So if you surround yourself with good people in a lot of different countries, nothing but good things are going to happen. I, I mean, that's my thinking, and it's been true so far. Yeah, get like rid that, of the toxic uh, people. Uh, there's a Mark Twain quote that's similar like that, that like travel puts an end to bigotry and closed-mindedness, and it like I should actually look up the actual quote. I might have to Google that right now, but it's like it's <laughs> we're, we're very that, professional um, in this show. This is our standard way of just you know whatever, whatever <laughs> happens. We'll look up quotes as we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what? it's really good. And I think it, it is really quite relevant that, and it's, it's a very popular quote that people actually talk about all the time. And if only I had like this photographic memory, that would be fabulous. Because then uh, I could just, I know, honestly, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow mindedness. You know, once you start traveling, all of those things go out the window. For sure. Yeah. You realize just how small this world is and how similar we all are. Even if we have yeah. some religious differences and political differences, everyone's very similar, really. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's why, that's why I'd love people to travel more. I really would. I hope that we can inspire on this show and on other people's shows who also talk a lot about travel. We can inspire people to travel a lot more because it will change their perspective on the world. And I think it's really important. Absolutely. We are going to take a little break from Scott Eddy. We'll be back with him in a couple of minutes. But first, our Monday tool. Yes, today we're talking about Twitter, so we thought we'd talk about a Twitter tool. Yes, uh, this is Bitly. You've probably heard of Bitly, or if you haven't really heard of it, you've probably seen these little links that are like bit.ly links. They're called short links. It just is really useful because you have your short links going into all your little tweets. 
So you're using up less characters, I think it uses less. Yeah, it uses less. And it also just makes it look neat. For example, if we're trying to put up our link to our podcast from iTunes, there's all these numbers and stuff in it, and it just looks really long and, and raggedy. And if you put it into a bit.ly link, it shortens it down, it makes it look nice, neat, clean little tweet that yeah. you send out. And when people go through your feed and every single thing on your feed has these short links, it just makes your whole feed look tidier. You yep. just look more professional. Plus, bit.ly tracks every single link. So anytime someone clicks a link, you'll know how many times they've clicked through. So if you run a really good campaign, you'll be like, oh, sweet, I got like 20 clicks on that. And that can come in handy if you are pitching to particular companies and go, well, we ran this particular campaign and we got this many clicks. You can contact the company and be like, well, the last campaign we did, we got this many click throughs. It's actual evidence for companies to say, if we post something of this similar content, you'll get this amount of clicks, roughly. We That's what people want. They like numbers then they're more likely to give you money. Exactly. Numbers equal money. Yeah, so give Bitly a try. Yep, bitly.com, check it out. Okay, let's get back to Scott Eddy. Another one of your real passions is startups and helping startups get going. So what are like some of the, the really awesome startups that you've been involved with and why is this such a passion for you to help people get out there and get noticed with their products? I think that everybody has a little entrepreneur inside of them. I, I definitely think in the travel industry, you guys are, well, you have to be entrepreneurs because you have to figure out ways to fund your travels, to make money online or, or with other things and travel the world at the same time. You guys are the ultimate entrepreneurs on the face of this earth, for sure. Um, again, tie, tie with everything that happens in my life. About four weeks ago, I get a tweet when I'm sitting in my condo in Bangkok and it's from a travel startup here in San Francisco, and they asked me to be there. You know, do I want to be an insider or do I want to be a beta tester or something like that? And we took the conversation offline, which frequently happens, and that's when you develop the real relationship. And we end up talking on Skype uh, for a few hours, and you know, at, to cut a long story short, six days later, I hop on a flight and I came out to San Francisco as their new global brand ambassador, and I'm going to be here for the majority of the year. Very so cool. it's uh, yeah, it's it's super cool, and it's a new travel app that's coming out. It's called Zipkick, and it's coming out probably in about a month or so. So it's cool, you know, the startup community and the entrepreneur community, it's, they're just, they're very much positive thinkers, forward thinkers, they're, they're definitely risk takers. And I'm a magnet for that because it's my personality. I like building something from nothing and they do as well. And it, they're just great, great individuals to be around. And obviously being in San Francisco for this year, I've met a lot more of them and it's just, it's my circle no matter where I go is very, very tight, and that's the most important thing. I keep my circle tight. So if there is someone out there who's wanting to be interested of Mr. Scott Eddy, what, what sort of things perk your interest? What is it that makes you go, ooh, I like the sound of that? I don't know. It's, it's definitely not the money. I have to like the individual. I have to, we have to be on the same wavelength with the opportunity that you're talking about. Like, if I don't feel passionate about your passion, it's probably not going to work. So it's, oh, now we got the angel and devil. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be uh, asking the bad questions from now on. I'm going to be asking the horrible <laughs> questions. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, that's the most important thing. We have to click as individuals. We have to get along. You know, me and this guy out here, one of the co-founders, his name is Jason Will. And when we got on Skype, it's, it felt like I was talking to somebody that I've known for 20 years. We're on the exact same wavelength. We, we, we have the exact same passion. We eat, breathe, and sleep whatever project we're working on. And that's the way I live my whole life. Yeah. Cool. Will you literally take on anyone if they've got a good idea and they're passionate? Or do they have to already have some sort of experience before you're willing to mentor them or get involved in their project? No, I don't, I don't give a shit about experience. I, ne I never went to college or university. It's, I could give a fuck about all that stuff. Do you think it's typical for like entrepreneurs like yourself to want to help people who are just starting out and to be the one who broke their success, you know, to be known for like, I helped this product get successful? Or are you sort of a little bit unusual in that way? No, I, I know a lot of people like that. I don't know if it's necessarily for, I help that person do that, so I want to be known. I don't think it's much more for the ego shot. I just think it's sort of like pay it forward community, whereas typically 
that person didn't get to where they are without some help, so they want to pass it on. Yeah, I think that's a great thing, and, it, and it's it's something that becomes more and more apparent in the in especially in the entrepreneurial community. It's like you know, if you've got something good, there's going to be someone who's above you that believes in that if it really is good, and you've just got to believe in it and have the passion in it and make them have the passion in it as well. And one thing we keep coming across time and time again is people just being too afraid to approach these bigger people, whether it be on Twitter or approaching them at a conference and actually just having a chat one-on-one. -on -one. People think sure. if you don't have the numbers, then people are not going to talk to you. Be like, oh, you're not as good as me. You're not as big as me. I don't want to. What do you say to people who think that? Okay. Number one, for the most part, you're probably right with the bigger people. With me, I would much rather talk with somebody with 500 or 1,000 followers rather than somebody with 500,000 any day of the week because those people typically, they don't want anything from you or they just want to talk, they just want to engage, they just want to learn, they just want to grow and they generally have a lot warmer spirit about them. What I don't like and it's just, again, I was raised with manners. I was raised to say please and thank you. I was raised like I had to hold a door for my mother and sister before I walked through the door. So I was raised like normal people, you know, I wasn't raised up in the forest. When somebody follows you and then they're next to you, oh, can you retweet this? Or they send a DM. I don't even check my DMs. Can you retweet this or like this or do this or do that? Why? You wouldn't do it in real life, so why would you do it in the digital world? If it doesn't make sense in real life, it will not make sense in the digital world. So yeah. I just take the same mindset of human life, of the way I was raised, and I apply it on social media. Yeah, computers have impersonalized people a little bit, and they feel like they don't need to have matters anymore. People don't say please and thank you in an email. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, Twitter so, doesn't give you the chance to say please and thank you. 140 characters. I mean, PLS. Say please and thank you, and everyone. So take the extra PLS. five seconds. So take the extra five seconds and send a second tweet. Why not? Yeah. You know that that that's the thing. Everybody says they don't have the time. Okay. Well, can you wake up 15 minutes earlier and play around on Twitter and follow 50 people in the, every morning? Oh Damn, well, I probably. Can't. But they won't. <laughs> Everybody can, but they won't. Yeah. You know. It's, it's too early so, for me. Look, I, I'm an extremist. I, I'm a super morning person. I, I wake up at five every day, and I basically do everything. I, I cleanse all the non-followers, all the bots and, and bullshit out. I reply to everybody who tweeted to me overnight. I follow back everybody. I respond to all my emails, follow new people. If I have anything that I want to schedule that day, I schedule it out. I basically do that pretty much done by 7, 7.30, before 8 o'clock for sure. So then my day is quite easy. Then I can just do my meetings and just monitor things throughout the day. And you know, I just walk around the city and tweet like a retard and upload 100 photos a day and you know, just engage. And I love it. It's the How greatest thing in the world. to do all of this? We can barely keep up with all of our work, and you seem to be able to be on top of this all. It's amazing. Well, What's the, the secret? Listen, the number one goal for me is building my build my personal brand as big as I possibly can because what I've seen in the last couple of years is that nothing but good things are happening. The opportunities, the offers, the just everything comes to you tenfold once you get to be a certain size or recognition or whatever it is. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there and I, I see the articles every day, you know, numbers don't matter. This doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Listen, the truth is the world that we live in, numbers do matter and they always will matter and it is what it is. Now, it's nothing against the people with 500 followers or, or something. I don't do anything magic. I just aggressive. I'm aggressive with my following. I like to follow a lot of people during the day and maybe I'll get 20% to follow me back. Maybe I'll have a good day and 80% will follow me back. That's great. But guess what? You can follow all the people you want to follow. If you don't have good content, if you don't talk with them, if you don't give back and give them something to look forward to coming to your page every single day, they're not going to be there. So if you're not going to put in the part B work, definitely don't sit down and waste your time and do the part A because you're not a celebrity. You're not a household name. You're not just going to get a million followers while you're following 10. You know, that mindset, which is absolutely retarded, but that mindset doesn't happen. All right. <laughs> so stunned. stunned. <laughs> I'm going to break the tension. I don't know if you've noticed I'm drinking this. This is not I a juice that. box. People it's might think box. it's a juice box. This is it's wine. a wine box. Wine with a straw. Yeah. We just have these. Yeah. I lived in Portugal for a while, so uh, oh, I was there for... Yeah. I was in Lisbon for four months last year.
This is yeah, like every cool. mommy blogger's best friend. Send the kids off with a juice box, and mommy gets a special juice box. Yeah, mommy's just having the juice box with the kids. Sure, she is. Yeah. Mommy's wearing the same headgear as I am, I think. <laughs> so what would you say would be your top tips for, I know you said engagement, you said being polite. Are there any other top tips that you would have for people to get out there? Do you, do you think it's too late for people on Twitter? Like, has the Twitter revolution happened? Are they too late now trying to get in and get followers now? Or too jaded? No, I mean, there's no revolution. It's, again, it depends on your ultimate goal. I mean, you can get out there and start engaging in five minutes, so why not do it, you know? But put a little effort into your page, you know? Have a bio. I mean, don't say that you can't put together a bio. Are you a housewife? Do you have three kids? Where are you located? Like, just be human. Don't try to be a superstar. Don't try to be something you're not. Just write what it is. And people you know, read a, that too. A hundred percent. I read anybody who talks to me. Odds are I'm going to look at your bio, for sure, yeah. because I want to know where you are. And I love those people that put Earth Global. I'm everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think we're down as planet Earth. Yeah, I mean, we can't put a location. We don't have a Yeah, but do you know what the cool thing is? It doesn't matter if I'm in a place for a month. I change my location. Oh, yeah. It's super cool because you're going to meet a lot more locals if you do that. Even if yeah, I'm in a place for a couple of weeks, you're going to meet locals because people read bios. And, you yeah. know, put up, a, put up a cover photo. Put up a profile pic. You know, not a cartoon, not a logo, your actual picture. Look, you don't have to be... A supermodel. Look, I, I learned a very long time ago I'm never going to be on the cover of uh, GQ magazine. Maybe on the cover of National Geographic, but not GQ. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is what it is. It's me, and I'm putting my picture up there. And I take the time with my cover photo and my, my bio, and I, I'm always trying to tweak things, always. Whether on my website, whether on my Twitter page, I'm always second-guessing just to make sure, you know, what could I be doing better? Go to people that I really admire on Twitter um, and look what they're doing. Look what they're talking about. I'm always looking to learn something new on Twitter. Cool. All right. Let's get a... I have to get another sound effect in somewhere. <laughs> I, I've just been aching to use these sound effects. Wow. First time. First and you time. felt that this was the appropriate show to do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, first time. It's a pioneering show. So yeah. See, you should have never suggested Google Hangouts because we discovered all this <laughs> stuff and went, oh, <laughs> now we know how to have some fun. Actually, I suggested Skype. Tom sent me an email yeah, and said, hey, let's do it on Google. <laughs> it just seems easier, and it posts it to YouTube instantly, yeah. which means I am worry about doing that. Yeah, I hear that a lot from podcasts, but I'm just not a Google Plus guy. I mean, I have an account, but I just think it's a worthless platform. Sorry, Google. Yeah, well, I agree it's not really got any recognition, but I do actually find it it works better than a lot of other platforms. It's just no one's using it, so there's no point being on it. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and that's the number one issue. It, it might be the greatest platform in the world, but if your audience isn't there, yeah. what are you going to do? doesn't help so, anybody. But yeah, are you just a Twitter guy, or do you have any other social media platforms that? You no, I'm no, I'm I'm very active on Instagram as well. And right. and my Instagram, if you look at just percentage gains, my Instagram is probably growing faster than my than my Twitter account for the past few months. I mean, I'm gaining, I, I would guess, 100, 150 followers on Instagram a day. I, I mean, I'm just exploding on Instagram lately. So I, I post a few times a day. I, I like the video feature. So I do quotes or pictures or video, you know, whatever pops in my head. Do you yeah. have a particular app that you use to like to track people that haven't followed you or who have un? followed you is there a particular one that you prefer to use yeah I love manage flitter oh I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah and actually that is the only automated part of my whole process everything else I do by hand I don't search for all these programs even manage flitter is very very good and I know people that use it you know they look for if they're starting a, a gym school or fitness or whatever you can search for everybody that has fitness in their bio 
you know, things like that, or localized followers and things like that. I like to do it by hand because then I just, I jump on, you know, where the conversations are happening and then I follow this person and then I say, oh, wow, they, they have a good profile. They probably have good followers. So I go on their followers and then I find another one and then, you know, I'm just, it just happens, you know, it's just cool like that. The thing I like about Managed Flitter as well is it will also tell you if it's a fake spammy account, yes, yes, which is yes, great. Yes. And actually and that's a good thing Instagram just did and it went through and deleted all of the spammy accounts. And the Instagram purge. Oh, to yeah. people off. Wow. How many, yeah, what, what, what did they say? Two celebrities deleted their accounts. I forgot who it was. It's the funniest I, thing in the world. These people are unreal. They just think nobody is going to know. It's impossible to build that kind of following overnight. I, I mean, yes, it, it is possible if you're a superstar, but why? Even if you're, if you are a superstar, it even makes you look more foolish because you already have the crowd. You're already standing on top of the mountain, screaming out in front of a million people. So why would you need to do that? It, it just, I don't understand why people buy followers, buy all this nonsense. It just, it doesn't make sense to me at all. No, yeah, you're and it doesn't help you. Doesn't help you at all. You no. know, if if a brand's going to do business with you, if if somebody is going to do business with you, they're going to notice if you have 50,000 followers and you're not getting any retweets. Guess what, guy? <laughs> That's impossible. Like, yeah. It is impossible that you have 50,000 of the wrong demographic. It yeah. just, it, it won't happen. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. And listen, the more uh, these people take the wrong path, more opportunity because it gives people that are doing the right thing. So more power to them. Knock themselves out. Yeah, then we'll come by and we'll just take over. Yeah, I mean, I, I lost 100 and... 50 followers when they did the Instagram purge. Great. Get rid of my spam. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I think we have we feel the same way about everything actually, like not just about spammy accounts, but even people who are on our email list. Like seriously, if you don't like the emails we're sending out, please unsubscribe. Like as soon yeah. as possible. Because I'm Absolutely. paying Aweber. I'm paying Aweber more money to have people on my account that don't read my emails and don't engage. I pay for a thousand followers or whatever. So if you don't like us, please get off our email list as soon as possible because we're just save missing us money. Hey? <laughs> exactly. I missed that bit. Yeah. I just said save us money. Yeah, exactly. You're wasting our <laughs> money, people, if you don't like what we're doing. We do appreciate the people who are on there and want to engage with us, obviously. Because, <laughs> you're you're you know, taking the money for the box wine. <laughs> 69 cents. 69 every cents. every time someone unsubscribes that doesn't give a shit about our show, we can buy another 69 cent box. <laughs> If you've got people who don't like you on your list, they're the sort of people who are going to complain when you post something that they find offensive, yes. used on Amazon and on our podcast. We just don't want people to listen to our podcast if they don't like us because they're going to go on and leave Correct. shitty reviews. Correct. They're not our target demographic, so get the hell off, don't listen to our podcast because we're going to offend exactly. you. We're going to exactly. swear. We're going to say things you don't like. If you don't like Team America, the movie, and you don't like Borat, the movie, you're probably not going to like us. That's uh, We've decided <laughs> that's our, our, our staging place for this. Yeah. If you don't like those movies, you're never going to enjoy this podcast. I mean, I'm not going to get in a mankini. I'm not going to get in a mankini and run around in the pool right now. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to go that far. But in terms of talking about stuff, it could get a bit raw. You never know. We could be talking about any weird shit. <laughs> so can we talk about what's happening with you this year? I mean, you already mentioned that you're now in San Francisco and you're working on this amazing new startup project. Is it able for us to reveal that you might be joining us in Thailand for a little, uh, a little yeah. gathering of people? Yeah, well, it's, I'm, I'm doing a trip back to Thailand the end of March with TBEX and I'm not sure about I'm most likely going to be going to TBEX but there's a possibility that I might be speaking there as well in October in Bangkok cool. so, so something I don't, I don't know let's keep our fingers crossed there's uh, yeah. no way of giving us a first little hint as to what you might be talking about just a insider's view let's see Twitter engagement <laughs> living <Yeah>. overseas <laughs> that's, oh, that's basically all I got in my bag of tricks <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure people will be very happy to hear a lot more Twitter secrets that we haven't managed to get through today, that's for sure. We'll be in your talk if we make it there. Make it to, yeah, to you got to do it. 
we'll yeah. do it. Yeah, we want to. It's just, you know how dates line up. Who knows what's going to be happening five months from now. We never plan anything that far ahead. It's very difficult for us. How long are you guys going to be in Portugal? Till March 10th. Yeah. And then we're off to Morocco. Cool. Yeah. Because cool. it's a new it's a new place for us. So we haven't, yeah. we haven't been to Morocco. Mar- Marrakesh, Marrakesh is very cool. I lived in Marbella for a year, and we did a couple-day trip over to Marrakesh. Again, on a day trip, you're only there for a couple hours, but I mean, what an incredible, amazing country. Just, yeah. I, I would love to go there and spend a few months. Do they yeah, leave wine in a carton, though? I, I don't, it's going to take a lot to beat wine in a carton, so I've heard Marrakesh, they're not really big drinkers, so <laughs> we might be very disappointed. You're not going to be disappointed, I promise you. Oh, good. Yeah. No, Super it's going to cool be place. an exciting culture, so yeah, we're really excited about that. Cool. Very. All right, we are getting a little bit close to the end of the interview, so we have to ask the most important <laughs> question, one of the things. We're not very consistent in our interviews, but this is something we normally ask everybody. If you could go back sort of five to ten years and give yourself one piece of advice, what thing would you have done differently that you haven't done already? To be honest, I don't think anything. No regrets. I, I, I really, really don't. I mean, if I'm ever considering time travel, take me back to when I was 18 before my dad died. You know, like that's the only thing, you know, you always have regrets, things you didn't say, things you didn't do, things like that. But other than that, I don't have any regrets. That's I, awesome. That's the way to live life. <clears throat> don't have regrets. I agree. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. It already happened. So move forward. Yeah. Live it. Just get on with it. Drink box wine. Drink better wine. If you can afford it, drink better exactly. wine. We just can't afford it. <laughs> otherwise, I'd be drinking straight out the bottle, like some 10 euro bottle of wine. I mean, straight uh, down. Otherwise, other, otherwise, this would be the $1,000 podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one day, maybe it will be. Maybe that's yeah. our next step. Wine next is year, it'll be the $50 podcast, and then it'll right. be $1,000 podcast. And yeah, right. it's going to be awesome. Right. People can follow our adventure as our podcast. We'll get like a little expensive. donate button, and people can create right. a wine habit. Buy us a wine. <laughs> 69 cents. That's all you need to give us. 69 cents. Exactly. Get a wine. Perfect. Cool. All right. Let's round it up. Thank you, Mr. Scott Eddy, for joining us here on the Five Dollar right, Podcast. All the way from right, San guys. Francisco, even though we can't see the bridge behind you because it's really cloudy. It's very it's cloudy. cloudy. It's, it's, it's super. It's super, super cloudy. But that is where the Golden Gate Bridge is. It's no, just, that's San Fran for you. It's not visible at all this morning. Oh yeah, dear. Such a shame. We'll draw so, it in later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Apparently, so. Google Hangouts had an image for Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I could have pretended I was at the Golden Gate Bridge. We could have all been exactly. there. Exactly. Brilliant. What a shame. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on our show today. I think people would have learned tons about, you know, Twitter engagement and what they can do. And, you know, as always, you've been a great inspiration, which I think is the thing people really appreciate about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was appropriate. That was, <laughs> that was our celebration, guys. <laughs> <laughs> was celebration. I love the no, I think yeah, I'm taking that function away from you. You can't. <laughs> you are banned from using that. You can't take it away from me. It's not fair. I'm the devil. I'm supposed to interrupt. <laughs> causing trouble. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, Scott. Okay, well, it's almost the end of the show, which means it is... Travel homework time! Ooh, travel homework! We love travel homework. The homework you want to do. Exactly. Okay, so, because we're talking about Twitter, it's all about Twitter today, we want you to get out and join a Twitter chat and start building your following. And it also is a fantastic way of just getting in touch with people who are influential in your niche. It's one-on-one communication. Yep. And it's very simple to do. It's very low stress because you don't have to email them and hope they reply. You know, you just... You know they're online. They're there right now. You know they're there. You know they're there. Yeah. Because they're in for the Twitter chat. These things last about an hour normally. That's pretty typical. And, uh, you know, there's topics, there's conversations, you can answer questions or ask questions or just talk to people, right? Yeah, generally there's a particular theme that it's about, each Twitter chat, and you can just jump on and you can put in some of, you know, if you've got some really good information about that particular theme, you can make yourself look like an authority on that site. Mm, And then people will start following you. Exactly. That's the sort of thing you want. Exactly. Or if you just happen to be really quirky and have some really quirky, funny things, people also like that as well. But it's just really a good way to get out there and meet other people in your niche. So Google what chats are out there uh, for your particular niche. If you don't have a niche yet, 
download you need one. You need one. So download our ebook. Go do it right now. We keep telling you, honestly. $5dollarplanet.com slash dream lifestyle. It's going to give you an outline. Chapter two is just a complete back to basics from step one plan on how to decide which business to start online. Very straightforward. All the basics are covered. So that's it. Travel homework. Download our book, please. And go join some Twitter chats and have fun. Thanks for listening to the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. Show notes and resources for this episode are waiting for you at $5planet.com. So join us again for Money Mondays to learn how to supercharge your online income. Or for Travel Thursdays, where we'll help you travel like a prince on a pauper's budget. We are waiting for your comments, feedback, and $5 travel tips. So tweet us at $5 Travel with the number 5. Or email info at $5planet.com. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzy. Catch us again on Mondays and Thursdays on the $5 Planet. Bye for now. Bye-bye.